Hi. Okay, so we're in. Are we in? I'm going to find my comfortable position, and so are you. Welcome back to We Love That. I'm Kenyon. And I'm Jerome. And here's what we've got for you this week. Glitter. The Grinch. Jaden Smith. And Kimba the White Lion. Enjoy! Today, I'm actually doing really well. Word. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. I'm com. I've been doing a lot of compartmentalizing, which has actually been really helpful for me. Mm. Is yeah. that like an? Is that something with a negative? I think some people think of it negatively, but I also think the mind. I'm sure it could be done mysterious. negatively. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure most things could be done negatively, like, like sleeping negatively. I don't know why I said that, but you know, like sleep is something we all think is great. But then, like, what if you just like slept your life away? Wow, that's sad. So, thank you, everyone. But also, what if I slept for the rest of my life? Stop. Well, that. then. Okay, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. How's um, your day? Oh, no. How are you now? How are you feeling? I'm good today. Okay. I'm really trying to evaluate the parts of the day, and I can't. Nothing, nothing was bad today. Nothing happened that left me with a negative feeling, so I guess then I can say that today has been good so far. Okay. I, yeah, I'm looking back at the parts of my day. There are a couple of parts that I'm like, ugh, but compartmentalizing those. Same. And so I put them into a little compartment, and then I don't open it up. Oh, oh, oh. No, that's not really what I'm doing. Anyway, (laughs) we're back. Last week was Thanksgiving. Now it's post-Thanksgiving. How do you feel about this post-Thanksgiving era? My body is still reeling from all that food, okay? (laughs) Oh, I was just talking to my dad the other day about how people love to be like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. I'm going to eat 40 pounds of food. I'm going to eat a whole turkey. (laughs) I'm going to eat, you know, a whole loaf of stuffing. And your stomach's like... Are the stuffing come in loaves? Is that how that works now? Okay, stuffing is made out of bread, which comes in a loaf. Mm, A whole loaf, loaf's worth of stuffing. Oh, I have a joke for you. This is a joke that I heard actually on another podcast. I don't want to. It's not really fair for me to be asking you. Anyway, um, how many bones are in your hand? I don't know, like 25. About a handful. I hate you. (laughs) Get out of here. (laughs) No, no, I refuse. What? Why did that even come into your mind? We were talking about stuffing and loaves. Oh, because I was saying a, a loaves worth of stuffing. Oh, like a handful. Like a handful of bones. <laughs> you know. A bones full of hands. No. <laughs> Can that? Anyway. Anyway. Um, but really, that your stomach uh, is like, mm, today's Thursday. <laughs> your stomach does not know that it's a holiday. Uh, and you can't just go throwing all that stuff into your body. 
it does not like it. <laughs> well, see, that's why I am that's a proponent of the like skip lunch moment. I know we talked about this last time, but oh. I'm just saying it worked really well. It worked really great. I know, but I just would be hungry during the day. That's and then you sit down and when you stuff your body, your body says thank you instead of I hate you. You're right. If you leave the space to eat, then I suppose you can eat more. But I'd just rather eat when I'm hungry. Fine. Be that way. <laughs> <laughs> but Thanksgiving was good. And now we're back or we're trying to be back in the swing of something. I don't even know what that would be. Ugh. It's only it's I'm glad that we have Thanksgiving. Like I couldn't go straight through. I couldn't either, but I also, once I hit Thanksgiving, and then, like, you know, the Christmas stuff goes up the day after Thanksgiving, I'm yeah. like, well, it's Christmas now, yeah, so I Christmas. should also be like, not I'm in at school. Home. It's Christmas. It's winter break. <laughs> so what are these three extra weeks of school doing here? I know. Really? The last three weeks are, like, really Brutality. Tough. Yeah. Okay, yesterday, we're fully into the moment for the world now. Love um, it. Yesterday, I went with my dad to go see the new Grinch movie. It's out already? Yes. I think it came out over the weekend. Oh, my. Um, and it's cute. My dad loves the Grinch franchise. I mean, of course, there's the classic, there's the, the book, okay? Oh. Dr. Seuss, Theodore Seuss Geisel. Um, there's the book, which was then, I don't know when the first animated thing came out. It was maybe like 68 or something. I have not a clue. That's what I'm thinking of off the top of my head. Um, it was 1966 television special. Nailed it. Thank you. Um, and then there was that live action Jim Carrey version, in, which is hilarious. I think the year 2000. My dad loves it. <laughs> oh, no. Like we got it on DVD and we, I've seen it hundreds of times. Oh no. My dad thinks it is so funny. It's also where the song, where are you Christmas is from? It, which is a great song. Which Mariah Carey wrote. You know, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Mariah will appear in just a moment. You're right. Um, but then this is a new one, animated again. Uh, it's got some famous people in it. It's got Benedict Cumberbatch and Rashida Jones and Kenyon Thompson. Um, Kenyon Thompson is funny in it. Did you say Kenyon Thompson? No, oh. I didn't. I think you did. Tommy, can you roll that back? <laughs> uh, you're out here overworking Tommy, okay? Unless you're going to pay him overtime, like you need to stop doing that. Tommy loves me. Mm, that's not what he said. Anyway. Um, which of the three Grinches, now that you've seen every Grinch that has ever stole every Christmas, which one is the best? Oh, that's a good question. I, th I think the Jim Carrey is a little too stupid. <laughs> I mean, it's that kind of like, you know, very goofy, silly humor. That is fine. It is not my favorite type of comedy. Word. Um, the original might be my favorite. This one was, it was good. It was, it was for a much younger audience, I think. Mm. And for specifically a younger audience. Whereas the last two, I think, had general appeal. Mm -hmm. um, this one was definitely for kids. I was, was it even time to make another Grinch? They, like, it was like 40 years between the first and the second one. I know, but, you know, it's a new animation. Uh. So uh, uh, I'm also with the, with the very first one comparing just the two that I've seen, mm -hmm. but um, I love the, I think the Jim Carrey is really funny. I've seen it a million times. Okay. Anyway, I only brought this all up oh. because, um, the soundtrack was done by, uh, what's his name? Danny Elfman. Yes. That is the a soundtrack name. was Danny Elfman, but there were also songs written for it by Tyler, the creator. Um, I have not, I'm not a huge Tyler, the creator fan, um, I think that in the past he like 
said some homophobic stuff. I'm talking like way back when I was in like seventh or eighth grade. But is also, but you know, fast forward now is queer yeah. question mark. But like he is, but I honestly sometimes, most of the time, that's the way it is. LOL. Um, anyway, so I guess I should stop my own personal boycott of Tyler the Creator that I've been doing for years and years. <laughs> um, anyway, so there there is a remake of You're a Mean One, Mr. Grinch, Word. which is a classic song. That I feel fine about. Take it or leave it. There who does it? Song Wait, who, on, who does it? It's, it's credited as him. But it's like there are a lot of different voices. There, there's like a children's chorus and there's like a woman singing and there's him talking. I presume it is him talking um, and rapping. I wouldn't touch you with a... No, but it's like kind of different. He oh. like kind of plays around with it. I don't love it that much. There is another song called I Am The Grinch that is so good. <laughs> it's kind of shocking how good it is. It is so good. I just can't imagine being in the theater and being like, oh my God, the Grinch is going off. I know, but it's just like played in the background in like the opening montage or okay, something. Okay. But it is so good. You have to listen to it. Then even beyond, so that's on the, there's hair in my mouth. Okay, it's gone. Um, <laughs> that is Squirrels. The, squirrels in my pants. <laughs> As I empty squirrels in my pants. Squirrels. Squirrels. Wow, that is a, a niche cut. That's a deep cut. Um, okay, that's on the soundtrack. And there's a ton of great stuff on the soundtrack. Christmas is, Run DMC, um, Favorite Things, The Supremes, Pentatonks is on it, Gronowski, wow. Nat King Cold, Christmas Song. Great little, you know, Christmas, whatever. Then there's a separate EP, which is called Music Inspired by Illumination and Dr. Seuss's The Grinch. And first of all, the album art for it looks fully like Oscar the Grouch. But also, oh my gosh, like it's terrifying. <laughs> it looks like weed. It's terrifying. But it's the Grinch. Wait, everyone needs to see that. Um, and then wash their eyes out. <laughs> but it's only six songs. It is so good. What? It is so, it's only 10 minutes long. It is 10 minutes and 22 <laughs> seconds long. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That gives each song how many seconds? The first one is called Whoville. <laughs> it is a minute and 13 seconds long. <laughs> Then we've got Lights On. Lights On might be my favorite. No, I don't know. They're all really good. You know I hate a short song. I know, but you're really going to like this. Because it's like kind of trappy. It's well produced, but it's also like soundtracky. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't mean soundtrack. I mean, what's it's like film score-ish. Okay, word. Um, it's really good. And I'm, you know, as I just said, I'm not a Tyler the Creator stan. It is really good. It doesn't even sound. It doesn't even sound like Christmas music. It is just really good. Okay, I'll put it on the list. So that's my moment for the world. Wow, it's just so good. Okay, my moment for the world was something different, but you brought up Tyler, and he's been in the news because Jalen won't get his name out of his mouth. Jaden. Jaden. Oh my god, did I say Jalen? <laughs> Help. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever your name is. But you know, Jaden Smith, the son of Will and Jada Pinkett Smith. Anyway, they were like at a concert. Right. He's, anyway. Jaden Smith was at a concert performing and he like, I don't know the context, but I saw the video just of this clip of him saying, he's like, Tyler, the creator is my boyfriend. <laughs> Which is crazy to say. Wild and ridiculous to say. There on the microphone in front of 
a all these people, bunch of people, a full crowd. Unless it was true, but then Tyler's <laughs> out here being like, nah. He's like making signs to the audience like that. It's not true. And then he said in an interview like he wasn't going to count. I don't know. He hasn't said that it's false. No, he has. He's been like, that's not what's going on. Or like, why you playing? Like, uh, like I know, but that's not. I'm not his boyfriend. He, I don't think he, from what I've seen, and perhaps something has happened since when I checked and now, he has not said, no, we are not dating. He's been like, oh, he's kidding around. Oh, you need to stop playing, is, is what he has said. That sounds like a nice way of being like, why are you, like, why do you have your name in my, my name in your mouth that way? <laughs> <laughs> they, like, I don't know, like Tyler Crater already has like kind of had a coming out moment in the past, as right. we talked about. And, like, for Jaden, who, like, has enjoyed his, like, gender-fluid expression moment, but, Mm -hmm. like, hasn't said anything to just be, like, willy-nilly, like, like, oh, I'm calling you out in this way so that you have to, like, defend and or respond to, like, people inquiring into this is, like, just seems like unnecessary drama. Oh, that that he would... Like, like, it's also just, like, like publicity for Jaden. Like, like, why even talk about Because he has kept saying it. Yeah, which is like, if you were going to make a joke, maybe it was in the moment, maybe you think it's tasteless afterwards, you move on, but he keeps being like, no, but like, hey, cutie, and like, we're boyfriends, and it's like, unless that's real, which it would be truly wild and crazy if it was. I don't think it's not real. Maybe that's why I'm I'm feeling differently about it. I don't think it's real. (laughs) I I think it could be real. Because everything that comes out of Jaden's mouth is crazy. That just like is not fair. They are big right now. Both of them in their own right are big hip hop names. Okay. I mean, not, you know, I'm not trying to be outlandish, but I think that even that we're in a place where we can, maybe that's what I'm hung up on, that we are even in a place where two like black male hip hop artists Male as as far as I have last checked, but you know I I don't know I have not checked. Everything's always in the works. I should be doing a better job about that. Anyway, that these two black masculine presenting hip hop artists could be like joking about being in like a romantic relationship with each other, or that one is jo- or that it doesn't even feel, that, it doesn't but feel it feel has mutual, never like like it doesn't feel two sided. I think that's where I'm like it feels like Jaden's like conjuring this stuff that like. Tyler's having to be like, wait, no, like, why are you, like, stop? I know. No. <laughs> but, like, stop. No. But there, he, nothing that I've seen has been Tyler to the point of, like, stop saying this. Or, like, you know, I just think he's Tyler trying to it light so that puts it out a press release that is, like, this isn't true. And I think that he even could find a way to do it that, is, you know, isn't a press release, but is a way of being, like, no, that's not true. So I... I guess I, I definitely understand what you're saying of if this is not a thing that's out. Like, if I were not dating someone and they were out telling people <laughs> that we were dating, I would have something to say about it. Yeah. And, like, the fact that, like, he's already a public queer figure in a, in a way that Jaden isn't quite yet, maybe. I don't you know? know. I mean, I kind of forgot about this until this all, like, was brought up. But 
when Jaden was, you know, wearing dresses and skirts and people were like, wow, what is this like gender? What neutral? is this feeling? <laughs> <laughs> so sudden that new. Go, 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 go. Please continue. Uh, just as like Jaden was this kind of androgynous icon in the fashion world. Like I forgot that that kind of was a big splash when it happened. Whether Jaden Smith should be credited with, you know, androgyny is fat in fashion, I certainly don't think that. But I do think that like in the same way that Tyler had a big moment whenever that was of, you know, is he queer? Is there's this new queerness where it's not he's coming out and saying I'm gay. It's just like, oh, well, you know, maybe he just is different from what we had assumed that he was. Mm -hmm. I think in the same way, Jaden, even before that, like also had that moment of I like queer presentation. All that is still, I mean, my thing is still that I'm kind of just geeked that two successful, like big name, successful, I I, which is cool. Hip hop artists could be like that. We're discussing them being in a romantic relationship with each other. And it's not to like point at and laugh at. I was going to say, it's not something to joke about, but maybe this all is. A joke. This, it feels like it is a joke. That's what, that's the way it comes off to me. And I feel like it, I would feel very differently if like it was Tyler the creator and Frank Ocean and like, I feel mm -hmm. they're, they occupy different spaces in terms of how much we know about their queerness. And like to make such a public profession and then to double down on it twice online feels like he's trying to make a point without, like publicly trying to make a point without like having laid the groundwork to publicly try to make that point. Mm -hmm. And I don't need anyone to be out here like with their personal business. They could be dating and have, and be doing that. And like we can never know that. But then like why did he say that in front of a crowd why is he like doing this on twitter it it just feels like like something is off like if it was going to be public then like do it publicly in a in a good way yeah together like if it if they were in a relationship right. then like and you just like surprised him like i'm gonna tell everyone right now <laughs> like and that's it, like, also whack it's like what yeah okay i, I understand know. what you're saying i understand what you're saying um yeah i don't know it's i need to get over the like Wow, queer people in hip hop, <laughs> which is all like, which is still I'm aware of celebrating <laughs> that you know, there have like, been queer people in hip hop forever. Um, but maybe even that, like, they feel comfortable enough to be like, oh, I'm gonna like throw this out there as a joke. I it think just that's is definitely a, something that couldn't have happened like 15 years ago. Yeah, and like had the same like light buzz around it. This yeah. is not like breaking news. Right, 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 right. Um, in a way that it might have been really very differently received. Even so, you're still right. I think you're right that it's whatever it is, even though we're comfortable doing that, does not mean that it is being done in a good way. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I said that Mariah was going to come back and she's coming back in a big way. She's coming back in a big way everywhere. <laughs> come on. After, you know, writing her hit Where Are You Christmas for The Grinch. <laughs> she, she took a little detour through some moments we all know that mariah has been out here having a rough go of it in live performance as of recent in studio as performance. of recent times oh that's shady um elusive chanteuse was not her greatest work <laughs> <laughs> but 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 if but, you but. haven't uh listened to mariah's 2014 i want to say 2014 album me i am mariah the elusive chanteuse <laughs> You'd have to start with the final track, which oh I think is God. called 
me, I am Mariah the Elizabeth Shantus. She's like speaking into the microphone, and there are like these whistle tones, like ghostly in the background. She's it's like, incredible. On the back of this album <laughs> is a personal treasure. It's just wild and free. That's what it is. Um, I'm not that young. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that was so rude. Anyway, um, but she just released her 14th, 15th studio album. Also wild yeah, that she has 15. that many albums and. I really like it. It's good. She's Have you listened like, through the whole thing? I've listened to the whole thing. Okay. And it like, she's coming. She's, I feel like some of her has returned. Oh, like, that's cool. I like, I, there are things I'm like that I'll just put on for like fun, not to like make fun of her as I would <laughs> in the past few years, but to like that rock out rude. to a la fly like a bird, a la emotions, you know, like. That's interesting that you describe that as rock out to. I'm not sure I would have described that as Mariah's music. Okay. But Fly Like a Bird, I do kind of rock out to. That's so good. Fly Like a Bird! <laughs> yes! <laughs> um, but I was like, I was reading up and like, people are like, this is the return. This is the return of her. And she's been having other returns um, <laughs> with Glitter. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Glitter. When did Glitter come out? I don't even know. It. Okay, Glitter came out 2001. This is like, <laughs> it's, ve- <laughs> it's very much in the same vein as, what was the one with Jordan Sparks? That was a... Um, I couldn't. Spe- oh, I'm... Sparkle? Sparkle, thank you. Um, <laughs> the, of, the idea being you take, you know, some pop star and put them in a movie and have them sing, and it doesn't really matter what the plot story is, is at all. Because <laughs> people are just going to see the star and watch them sing. Um, it has been very uh, successful. I think that some of the movies that Whitney was in kind of were of that same vein of like, we're going to put this good singer in a movie and she's going to sing. I feel it. And then I Whitney is... Also incredible, a great actress. <laughs> incredible actress. Go um, see the bodyguard. Whereas, go see the preacher's wife. Exactly. That, uh. The fact that you can say two is a testament to the fact <laughs> that she's a good actress. Um, but Glitter is a 2001 Mariah Carey movie that was not, not, not good. It was accursed. It was not good. It. I thank you for bringing my attention to the, the release date. It was released on September 11th, You're 2001. You're kidding me. Like, just... No, the soundtrack was released on September 11th. Yes, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Sorry. I oh just, like... God. I'm, I don't have any words for that one. Wow. That's too bad. Yeah. That's really too bad. But um, it had its day it in its court day. and it, on the iTunes top charts. <laughs> it finally... I don't think it had ever reached... Was iTunes around in 2001? Someone fact check me on that. Please don't <laughs> at me. <laughs> don't at me if that was a stupid question. That was a stupid question. Or no, it wasn't a stupid question because iTunes was released that year in 2001. In 2001? In January. So, so it had only been out for nine months. Yeah. Well... It ain't make the top <laughs> number one on iTunes, okay? Um, but it has now. But it just did a couple weeks ago. The Lamely <laughs> Mariah Carey's fandom is, her fans are called lambs, like a like a baby sheep. Is you a know, lamb a baby sheep? Yeah. Or it's a, not a different animal. Or right? a goat, right? Lamb. Wow. Wait. We're uneducated. No, it's a sheep. 
It's We're a uneducated. It's a sheep. <laughs> it's a sheep. <laughs> um, Old MacDonald had a farm. Thank you. Please continue. Anyway, the Lamely got the glitter soundtrack to be number one on iTunes in the past, you know, week or two or something. Anyway, this is all literally beside the point. What are your favorite tracks on Caution? Caution, it's coming out. It's amazing. It well, is it, out. It's out. Excuse me. It's out. It has come out. That's what I meant to say. I'm coming. <laughs> incredible, out. incredible song. Um, I, you know, I love a no-no. I love a no-no. Okay, here are the ones that I like. Okay. Or here are my thoughts, because I haven't listened to the whole thing. Okay, I've listened um, to all. I think a no-no is great. When she says, Parlez-vous uh, <laughs> français? I said no. Can you translate? I said no. I can't even say in Espanol. And then she pops up the octave. No, 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 no. It's so good. That's good. Um, GTFO, I don't like. I think it's hilarious. I, I think know. it's really funny. She's poking fun of her, like, at her own whimsy, you it's know. It's a little too goofy for me. It's too funny. goofy for me. Um, um, with you, I heard on the radio the other day. Oh. And I think that she sounds good on it. Well, you don't have to agree. I think, you know, you can sound good on maybe a bad song. That's fair. It's, and it's, it's it, repetitive. It's, it's not gonna dry for me. It just like didn't do anything. My dad likes it though. That's because your dad is smart. Oh, interesting. Actually, that's true. So. Okay. But what, what's your number one? My number one is definitely the distance. Oh. Definitely the distance. Oh. Hot production. The beat comes in and you said, okay. Okay. Like, said, okay. <laughs> I need you to go. I think it's fun. And it's like catchy. Go the distance. It's like. I have to go listen to it again. I didn't like it the first time I listened to that one. You sent it oh, to me. Someone else sent it to me too. It's good. It's really good. I did not really like it. Um, but it's like, I think she's really, this is a sign of her return in like an even larger sense. I didn't know this until literally today, but she um, was diagnosed with bipolar disorder wow. um, and has like just like released that to the public this year um, and was talking about like how she was struggling with that, how she felt like she had to kind of carry that inside and like was afraid, afraid of people finding out about wow. that. And she's had the diagnosis for, for years. And I think there, like that has changed now that she's a little more comfortable seeming with it. And also like she changed her management she has new producers working on her stuff. That's and I think great. this is like the product of that. And I love that because Mariah, like go back to like 1990s Mariah and she's out here like singing. I mean, like, yes. <laughs> she has the most number ones of anyone ever. Uh, incredible. That's incredible. Iconic. It's because she's an amazing singer. Truly. Make it happen. <laughs> it was a little sharp. It was a little lot. It was a little sharp. Things. Tommy is going to tune that right down Thanks, i really tommy. am overworking tommy i guess yeah okay sorry tommy anyway oh um, speaking of hot pop stars and movies this ooh. is our last moment for the world it's been a hefty moment today <laughs> hefty 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 um the trailer for the new live action lion king wow. has come out did you see it i have still not seen it oh jeez. Jeez, rick <laughs> no <laughs> Got that one? Got that reference? No. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's going to be great. I was seeing that there were people who thought that be, that by live action Lion King, they thought that it was going to be like, they would be like wearing the costumes from the musical. <laughs> <laughs> 
just releasing footage of yeah. the staged <laughs> musical. Yeah. Have you not seen this uh, musical? It came out 20 years, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it's still incredible. I just saw it for the first time um, over the summer. And it's oh, it's like, so good. It's, it's very compelling. Beautiful. It is very compelling. The puppets like really make it. Okay, here's a fun fact. Um, because the hyenas are not ever in the circle of life scenes. Mm. So the scenes where you have all the animals and uh -huh. all the animal puppets coming in, the three hyenas, I think, are the three feet of the elephant. Or oh. three of the four feet. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's a little insider trivia. Work. I know. Anyway, here's my thing. Have, did you see the Jungle Book? Not the live the action. The live action Jungle I saw it. Jumble Book. Jumble uh, <laughs> I got a little jumbled, uh, and and then I fumbled that joke. Um, Another one? No. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Jungle Book. I watched at the dentist while I was getting uh, some work done. Okay. How much work done were you getting? How much? Can't talk about that. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, it was good. I mean, it looks good. It looks really good. So my thing is. They don't have to do anything with the story because there are things like in the Beauty and the Beast live action. They couldn't in the original in the what was that? Ninety four. I don't 90 even know. You're really trying one. to be out here with the years this time. I don't know if that's smart for you. How dare you? I'm going to say it was ninety one. Bell's father like Gaston takes Bell's father to like an insane asylum. Yeah. Heavy on the air quotes. That is what it is called in the. It might just be called in. I don't. Know. Anyway, that clearly needed to not be replicated when they did that again. Um, I don't think there are moments like that in The Lion King that I can remember. That there are moments that like do like have not aged well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, and the story has already aged well because it's like a, a Hamlet. You know, it's Hamlet. It's Hamlet and Macbeth Remake. and like other stuff. Exactly. It actually. <laughs> Everyone. Shakespeare. More. It actually is of a Shrew. remake of this. Um, I can't remember what it's called now. It's like a King of the Forest. It's like fully a ripoff of some other animated thing. That's a no-no. Okay, it's a it's a ripoff of Kimba the White Lion. I don't even have time to get into that, but The Lion King is fully Disney fully ripped it off of this Japanese cartoon. Um, oh, that sounds like them. Yeah, and because they were doing all the princess movies, and so The Lion King, they were like, oh, it's finally a story that's totally original and like not us remaking something else, but they fully stole it. Anyway, what am I trying to say about The Lion King? Oh, so they don't have to change anything. The story is great. The story holds up is great. The animation is going to be great. Like, it's going to look, you know, like animals. I guess if that's not your thing, then it's not going to be great. But, I mean, it's not going to look goofy, an extremely goofy movie. Oh my god, I love extremely goofy movie. Um, it's not gonna. It's gonna look realistic. Like it's gonna be effective and compelling. I think. Uh, and then the cast is just amazing. The voice cast is like, you know, on Twitter when they're like, "Oh yeah, Dreamcast this movie." <laughs> like it's literally like everyone's in it. Everything Everyone. that you want. You've got Donald Glover. As Simba. You've got literally Beyonce as Nala. That's incredible. Amazing. You have James Earl Jones again as That's Mufasa. Amazing. That's actually amazing. I think that like he's just the best ever to ever have spoken into a microphone. It's James Earl Jones. Yeah, you're right. I'm so sorry, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> yeah. I anyway. wouldn't even say he's second. 
I think Beyonce is second. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, but then, like, you know, John Oliver is Zazu. Hilarious. Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. Billy Eichner is Timon. That's like, going to be wild and free and just, funny and crazy <laughs> and wacky and zany. Um, Keegan-Michael Key and Eric Andre are two of the hyenas. Does every part of it, like, it's just so perfectly cast. I think it's going to have to be amazing. But I think that some people are suspicious. I mean, I kind of was anti when I heard just because I'm tired of remakes. Even yeah, though, like, wow. everything is a remake because, like, no original stories, like, ever happened, blah, 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 blah. But, like, all we're doing is making sequels now. You're right. And I'm just no, kind we of haven't, tired. We, we've given up on sequels. We're just, You're just making the same movie again. Suit over. <laughs> Why? And again. Continue the story when you could just tell it again. Like The Grinch. Like A Star is Born. Like, um... All these Disney remakes. I was going to think of something else, but I think those are some great examples. (laughs) Work. Work. Quit while you're ahead. Um, I mean, but on the other side, I've been thinking about this really a lot recently. Like, the remix is the new art form, I think. Mm. Like, rearrangements, reimaginations. Like, we have so much content that is in our collective consciousness that we now have the ability to, like, riff on things, reference things, allude to things in ways that I think make for like kind of compelling, like layered art forms. And I think that's like, and you see the remix in like all sorts of genres, especially music, like everything is sampled. Thank you, hip hop. And like that, like you've seen that on the rise out of hip hop and into like mainstream pop and other, other like genres of music. And like everyone's referencing everyone explicitly now. And it only becomes easier to make explicit references because we have curated everything. Exactly. And you can conjure it up in five seconds. Exactly. And I think like we could read the whole, like everyone just remaking the same movie and like providing sequels as like part of that, like remix culture mm. thing. Yeah. Cause it's also like, you know, it is not the exact same. Like even it, it is animated in a new and different way. Yeah. Like it does, it is doing something different. It is not trying to accomplish the same exact thing. Um, does it actually accomplish something different? I think that then is the question. Remains but, to be seen. Well, the world, that was your moment. <laughs> You're welcome. That was a, that was a long moment for the world. <laughs> Longer than huge. anticipated. <laughs> we had like a whole, a whole other separate moment planned for today that it, I don't even know if we have time for now. We, yeah. Let's just, let's save that for later. Okay, work. Yes. Um, mm, intrigue. Drama. You'll never know what it was. <laughs> I, then I guess we've just got to go straight to send it. Wow, this is a big send it though. It's a huge it's a, send it. Keeping in, huge send it. in line with uh, the Christmas music already discussed earlier today and on a previous episode of the podcast, we should maybe talk about Christmas a little less. Shout no. out to everyone who doesn't celebrate Christmas. Okay. But like Christmas music. We love music. <laughs> and it's the, it's the musician's time of year. <laughs> ho, 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 ho. I, ho, 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 ho. Get out. Well, we've got to send it to the queen of Christmas, not Mariah Carey. I'm so sorry, Mariah, but we talked about you enough. That's true. Um, the real true queen of Christmas... Uh, over the weekend when I was at home, I was putting up Christmas de- decorations at my house. I was dusting off my old Christmas playlists. I have two Christmas playlists. One of them is a Christmas tree emoji. Uh, the other one is titled White Christmas, which is what I play when white people are around. <laughs> I, 
<laughs> can't, but also that's sometimes very necessary. Um, anyway, I was in my Christmas tree emoji playlist. Uh, and I rediscovered, I, I don't know, um, Ella and Louis Christmas is the name of this album. Um, it is full of Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong singing Christmas songs. Um, the queen of Christmas is Ella Fitzgerald. I think that's true. I think that's absolutely true. She just sounds amazing. <laughs> she sounds unbelievable. It is so good. The technique is so good. It is such good singing. There's such good arrangements. Oh my gosh. She's such a smart singer. Um, of all the singers that we have talked about and like probably will talk about in the future on this show, Ella is one of my favorites because like she's the singer I want to be, <laughs> which is impossible. But like it is impossible. Like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like there's so many there's so many beautiful voices and like so many people have different types of voices. But like her voice is the one that I'm just like, I can't like that's if I could open my mouth and sound like anyone, it would be Ella Fitzgerald. Like wow. that is my wish to literally God. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Please leave that under the tree for me. You mean Santa. Thank you. <laughs> Santa, God, you know. What's the difference? She's incredible. She's incredible. And I, I guess I, I mean, I've, I knew this already, but I just was listening to this album a lot over the weekend. Um, I have two favorites I have to bring up. Um, one of them is Jingle Bells because she is going off. First of all, there's <laughs> this chorus in the background that is like shrieking. But like in the best way. In the best way. They're at the height of their range. They're the height of passion, really. Thank you. They're nailing it. They're nailing it. Uh, and she's giving all kinds of options. And they're all amazing. Um, like, the, like really like kaleidoscopic, like up and down the hills covered in snow type of options. Like Exactly. Exactly what you want. Exactly what you need for a Jingle Bell moment. Um, the other one is What Are You Doing New Year's Eve, which she's, again, sounds unbelievable on. It is shocking that she sounds as good. It's also shocking, like, it was recorded in 19, it was released in 1960. So recorded in 1960 or before, um, probably in 1960. I could look it up. I won't. Um, Work. Because you said I've been guessing too many years. Today. <laughs> uh, like, we have progressed you know, nearly 60 years beyond that in terms of audio recording. Um, and she still just sounds amazing. Like when I say Clarion and incisive, <laughs> <laughs> I mean Ella Fitzgerald. Yeah, she sounds amazing. Um, but the, the arrangement of What Are You Doing New Year's Eve also is so good. It just is so good. If you're not listening to Ella Fitzgerald and, you know, I don't know how many times I can say this, but, uh, you know, Christmas, not for everyone. That's even true. It's really been forced on us all. That's also true. Um, and some forced on some of us more than others. Uh, but Ella Fitzgerald is an incredible singer. And so if you don't mind the Christmas aspect of it, or if you're really into the Christmas aspect of it. And even we could take Christmas out of it. You can go listen to Ella sing all sorts of tunes. No, that's true. Also, what are you doing New Year's Eve is about the new year. So if you're not into the Gregorian calendar. Wow. Uh, Speak to those people, please. Then I'm sorry that I'm asking you to listen to this <laughs> New Year's hymn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thanks, Ella. Thanks, Ella, for all this beautiful music. So we got to give her a big old send it. Sending it to Ella. 
Ella, 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 Ella. Please, that can't happen. Oh, okay. All right. Well, now that we've had our moment and we've also sent our love. Is that is this what our podcast is going to devolve into? Just a moment for the world and send it? I don't think so. I think we had we had some gorgeous stuff planned and y'all just gonna have to wait for it and see. That's true. That's true. <laughs> um <laughs> that was a real cackle. That's because I thought it was funny. Gack. <laughs> Do you have anything else to say today? I don't think so. I think this is all we have for now. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Have you ever watched the Tigger movie? Yes. Oh my God. And he like runs away to try to find the other Tiggers. Yes. Oh, wow. Oh, everyone watch the Tigger movie. That's your homework for next week. Don't give people homework. Uh, That's your assignment to complete. Not an assignment. (laughs) No, 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 no. Those words are, are anathema to my existence at the moment. I just think everyone should watch the Tigger movie. Oh, okay. And you know what's actually incredible? Um... What's incredible is that since on the podcast I said that I didn't have anyone's Netflix, my mom finally gave me her Netflix <laughs> login information. Um, and I've just looked it up and uh, the Tigger movie is... Oh, Jesus! The Tigger movie is not on Netflix, but an extremely goofy movie is. Well, so I think do that. I watch that. Is that from a goofy movie or extremely goofy movie? Eye, eye to eye? I don't know. I don't know. Seeing it, I t- What's Oh, it? no. Okay. We have to look this up. Where's the one... Which is the one where Max is with Rosaline? Is that the girl's Character name? names aren't just The little not... cute girl. You know the little girl, and she's cute. Okay. Yes. And which is the <laughs> one... I, you described it the second time. And as it made sense. It made sense. She's yeah, cute. It's kind of weird. I mean, she's very much a dog. <laughs> I mean, they're all dogs. That's the animals that, that Goofy and Max are. Anyway, what's the one where they go on the road trip? <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember which one is a Goofy movie. I don't know the difference between extremely the two. Goofy movie. There's one where they go on the road trip and they're There's like one the he goes Grand to college. Canyon. Oh, yes. Okay, I think college is extremely Goofy movie. And road trip is Goofy movie. Yes. Is, extre- is the college one the one where he has... The, his friend has the cheese. His friend is a cat who has the sunglasses on. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember the because that was nasty to me, even though it was an animated that, movie. I when know, he sprayed that had, cheese in his mouth, I was like, Oh, I don't like gross. when he sprays the cheese in his mouth, but when he takes that cheese pizza and oh. pulls that cheese back and it stretches out, <laughs> ooh, there's nothing I love more than some hot cheese. Hot melted cheese. Okay. We've this, this is fully to end. over. <laughs> Please Goodbye. Take, please take care of yourselves. <laughs> and you know, watch out for the hot cheese. And we'll see you next time. And that, well, it wasn't all we had, but it's all we're giving to you right now. Thanks so much for listening, everybody. We Love That is brought to you by Jerome Walker and Kenyon Duncan. As always, our music is done by Sophia Campoamor. And our art is by Griffin Keller. See you next time. Bye. Bye.